welcome to Australian Women Preach, a podcast that aims to raise women's voices in preaching the gospel. Our intention is to model the church we want to be, inclusive, diverse and welcoming. Brought to you by WATAC, Women and the Australian Church and The Grail in Australia. Racy Espino was raised in a devout Catholic family in the Philippines. She and her husband have two children, and married life is her vocation. Racy studied foundations of lay pastoral ministry, and for nearly five years, volunteered as pastoral coordinator for local churches and primary schools. She's now studying project management and social enterprise to return to her first career as a social development entrepreneur. Welcome. Today I'm reflecting on the Gospel of the Fourth Sunday of Advent, Luke 1, 39-45. I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land in which we stand, and today it is Turbal Country. I remember when I was on my first term of pregnancy for both my children. I was just feeling so sick, I didn't like the smell of certain foods. I was throwing up and morning sickness was an everyday thing. I was concentrating on my needs and not paying attention to others. But not Mary, who according to Luke 139, set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country. The words set out means to rise up and begin a journey while haste means urgency of movement, in a hurry. Why is she in a hurry? When the angel informs Mary that the child she was giving birth to will be the son of God, she says, yes, be it done to me according to thy will. In that instance, Mary becomes the first follower of Christ. When she agrees to be the mother of Christ, the Holy Spirit comes upon her, filling her with the overflowing wonder. Her first reaction is to jump up, dash off, and reach out to another person. How often, I wonder, do we jump up and reach out to another person, just like Mary? Let's look at Elizabeth prior to Mary's arrival remembering that during that time, there's no messenger, no emails, no instant communications at all. Elizabeth is six months pregnant, an elder lady living in their house of silence with lots of questions to ask her husband, who all of a sudden can't speak, is mute. Elizabeth doesn't know what the angel said to her husband in the temple. How did her pregnancy come about? Surely she was past such possibility. Questions left unanswered. For a long time, imagine the mental torture going through her mind. No Google to ask, bursting with curiosity, hoping and praying 
for some sign from God. I can relate to Elizabeth at this point. Earlier this year, I nearly had the nervous breakdown. After several sessions with my spiritual director and counselors, praying and discerning, I resigned from my previous role. Can you imagine an incident in your life where you just had so many questions and the answers are so few? A loneliness and silence. Then one day, Elizabeth hears a new and completely unexpected voice. Imagine the scene. Mary must be exhausted, yet full of excitement to witness this marvel that the angel proclaimed. She must be worried for her cousin's health, but also overjoyed to see the baby bump, a visual confirmation of what the angel had told her. Finally, sounds of joy filled the house. Luke 141 states, now, as soon as Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. No words were needed. Elizabeth's marvelous baby leap makes her realize that Mary is here because she too is pregnant. Mary's is also an impossible pregnancy. Through the Holy Spirit, the baby's movement feels like pure joy. The Holy Spirit is the binding power that attaches us in love and compassion to one another. The Holy Spirit reveals the invisible connection among things that at first seem unrelated in order to demonstrate the same connections that binds us together with and in Christ. And then the two women embrace. This is what we've been longing for, for quite some time. COVID-induced separation from the tight embrace from my mother, who is unwell in another country. I wasn't able to travel back to Manila to be with her due to border closures. The loneliness of separation and the absence of close connection brings great pain. Being physically unable to be at my nephew's baptism as his godparent added to that pain. Most of us don't thrive in separateness. Mary's journey abolished Elizabeth's separation and silence. Woman-to-woman healing, you decide. Elizabeth's skin is still warm from the loving embrace of her young cousin. Full of overflowing delight, she stands and looks at Mary. What words could possibly measure up to this moment? Without hesitation, she exclaimed with a loud voice, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. I recently saw a post in Facebook that I shared with my girlfriends. It states, shout out to women who smile at and compliment other women. Wow, 
Elizabeth didn't just compliment Mary. She praises her. Praise is the soul of our faith. Up to this very day, we are one with Elizabeth in proclaiming Mary is blessed among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. We praise her every time we recite and pray the rosary. How powerful is that? Like my son when he was two years old, questioning, why, why, why? Finally, Elizabeth was able to ask a question. Why has this happened to me that the mother of my Lord comes to me? When something bad happens to us, we ask God why. Why not? Elizabeth asked this question when she was experiencing something extremely amazing beyond compare. These questions remind us we are alive, that we are dependent on God. The life of God's faithful follower is not a straight path. It is a journey not guided by serious human terms, but by questions. Our sole purpose is to listen to the one whose glorious intention is a mysterious plan for heavenly unity fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Then we give our answers every day, every time. In the silence of our hearts, God speaks. How often do we sit still and spend time with him, just listening? Elizabeth continues, For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. Even inside the womb, John already recognized the presence of Jesus. He knows his destiny is intimately connected to the Lord's. John does not swerve from his mission to go before the Lord to prepare his ways. That first leap is John's yes to the role God offered to him, to be the prophet of the Most High. Are we true to our mission or are we getting sidetracked? And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. The explanation of the whole story of Mary resides in the expression that she is blessed because she has believed. How does Mary give birth to Jesus? Is it just through a physiological process? Essentially, God's son is a child of Mary's faith. Another question, why was Jesus born? Because Mary believed. Abraham's story may assist us to grasp this better. How did Isaac come to birth? Genesis 18 states, the promise of his birth was offered to Abraham. Same with us, God offers an invitation and never an imposition. We are always given an option to accept or decline. Abraham could have said, no, this is not possible. 
that would have shut the door to God's power to give life, and Isaac wouldn't have lived. But Abraham said yes. He accepted the promise of faith. He opened the door for God's power to give life, to enter into him, and to change him. He became an improved version of himself, worthy of procreation. Truly, Isaac was the son of Abraham's faith in God. I can vividly remember the first time I held my daughter after hours of labor. This is comparable to when Abraham was holding his son in his arms and he realized that what he was holding was the fruit of his faith, which he could see and touch in the person of Isaac. This same thing happened to Mary. She received the invitation, questioned, and said yes. The child she gave birth to is above all the gift of God and the fruit of her faith. She believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. Bottom line, what's the takeaway we can get from this reflection? I got three. Listen, question, and respond. Listen. Listening with the ears of our hearts. We have to be on the lookout for what the Lord is telling us and what he's inviting us to go to. This can be nourished by constant communication with him through prayer, spending daily quiet time listening to him can sometimes be very challenging, especially with the business of life. Persistence is a must. Question. It is all right to ask questions. Through inquiring, we open up to what is bothering us, exposing our vulnerabilities and acknowledging that we don't know the answers and we are ready to hear another perspective. Respond. Like Abraham and Mary, God offers us an invitation. It is up to us to say yes and accept the promise of faith. Today, are you ready to set out and go with haste? You have been listening to Australian Women Preach, brought to you by WATAC, Women and the Australian Church, and The Grail in Australia. You can find out more about WATAC at watac.net.au and The Grail at grailaustralia.org.au. The music in this podcast is from the song Truth, from the album Into Silence, by songwriter, musician, theologian and teacher Danielle Ann Lynch. You can hear the full version on Spotify. Spotify.